and sort of like a, a, a dapper style that's quite specific to this whole like sort of selection of images. People are well dressed, but they're also not um, necessarily like well to do. No. Have have this kind of like sense that it's about the like industrial textiles at the at the time mm. that just have like really incredibly um, the sheen. Yeah, like just saturated yeah. color no in the clothing. No, it's all polyester. Yeah, right? polyester was the, the thing, right? Yeah, but the the color of polyester is often quite like uh, almost kind of like artificial in a way that sort of Tom's tips. What do you think about this whole thing of like, f like fawning, fawning over the quality of the image, like fetishizing the, the technology, fetishizing the subjects who are just kind of like, you know, probably lower middle class. Tom's tips. He was pretty. He was wealthy, born wealthy, right? Yeah. We're entering the William Eggleston Portraits Exhibition at the NGV. This is music. Alex Chilton demos. I think they might come from the one video work that's in here, which is just broadcast throughout the whole space. Uh, maybe it's uh, stranded in Canton. Have you ever seen that? No, what Let's is go that? straight there. Okay. All right, we've seen this like three times. So, did he record the sound at the same time? I guess so. On yeah. On the camera. Or? I think it must have had sound recording ability. What's the name of the camera? Sony Porter Pack. Porter Pack. Nineteen seventy-four. Yeah, I think so because no he was a photographer, somehow he got into, I don't know, I guess he got the uh, opportunity to record on video with the like, new technology. I mean, obviously He'd been exhibited like, at MoMA by then, right? By the 70s? Early 70s? I think so. I wouldn't know. I know that his like, practice in photography starts in the mid-60s, so it's probably only 10, he's probably only in his like, Maybe MoMA got some of his work in 67. Or he became friends with a curator of photography, or maybe that was when they had their first curator of photography or something. Mm. No, I mean, well, that's a good question. Actually, I should know that. But, but that's why Eggleston has the place, you know, you know, has the name that he does, is because he was at that time pushing into someone sketching. something kind of timelessly quaint about going to the museum and sketching what's on the walls there. Especially photo. Especially when it's a photo that you're sketching. I would just trace it from, inst from the internet. From Instagram. Sure. Have you followed it, William Eggleston on Instagram yet? Is he still alive? Yeah. Does he, does he have like an Eileen Miles style? I don't follow him, so I imagine that he does. So, my friend was trying to uh, explain to me that there's a difference between the sort of... There's a visible difference between the dye transfer prints and the um, inkjet prints that are in this 
exhibition well, and combination. It would be good if we could figure out the difference without having to look, resort to the labels. I find it really hard though. Well, maybe you can test me. So, what what you need to tell me is whether you think the images we're looking at are dye transfer, uh, which was a technique he kind of. Um, let's go and find one that actually has no, no, a. So dye transfer, pigment, and inkjet. There's three different types predominantly. Then you'd be wrong already. Tom's tips. Uh, it's like this tension between the unposed like unmannered framing and then this color that's just like Manet or something so rich so rich and so saturated so saturated I mean it's the definition of saturated but this is what I thought would be the way to tell different types of uh, mm. printing techniques but for me it's very difficult with just like I don't know my bare bare eyes to tell what's a dye transfer print which is like literally about saturating the color from the mm -hmm. I think from a like a positive, a positive film slide mm -hmm. that's mounted uh, and then printed like using di this dye transfer process where there's I think a magenta a layer a yellow layer yeah, right. and a blue layer possibly, but then, or, yeah, is that right? And then you is can control the tones based on each layer that you're adding. And once you get good at it, obviously, you kind of know how to manipulate certain things. So the printing is another part of the photography process, as much as the photograph is important, mm -hmm. kind of like origin for the image, the moment when it goes through the printing and mounting process is also where the, the sort of image is made. But so is it, is it about a physicality to the saturation, to the contrast? Well, I think it's just about getting as like much detail as possible. I mean, you can always count the threads on this blouse, right? But some parts aren't particularly focused at all. Mm. Well, I think it's the lens as well. Like this would be a fixed lens, like probably like a 50mm lens, maybe. And it's focused on the woman's face, and so her hand that's on her chest is out of focus. Well, and this area, there's a light. Because the light source is falling on her forehead and mm. but you can nose see like and the cheek, and then... You can see the pores on her cheekbone, for example. You can kind of see... You can almost see through her earring uh, piercing. That's that's uncanny. That, that's great. It's like she has some dry skin or something. Yeah. You can definitely kind of count this, you know, like the strands of hair on her head as well. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. And the contrast between like the... The two hair... 
textures. Well, I feel like she's wearing like hair extensions or something like a bun that's like a hair extension. So this this shot's from the mid seventies, and it looks more lifelike than any photo I've probably seen in the last or in my health in my lifetime. I feel. you can get so up close to them as well and you show like they're all sort of mounted at chest height yeah yeah it's a nicely designed show the, I like the sort it. of modernist elements the, no, like the grey it's, it's kind the, of it's uh, American gothic though it's like picket fences right that's what you're thinking yeah don't you think I'm so I'm thinking of like Adorno's grey and the idea that you know the architectural spaces of having as little aesthetic influence on us as possible. Which well, is no, but it's not a white itself. cube, though. But look, look, it's got these like, it's like, a, it's like a nice southern house. Railings. Yeah, I, I didn't think of that. I think you're right. Yeah. I have a preference for the color photographs, though. In this, yeah, let's yeah. not bother with the black. We didn't come, we didn't come here to see that. I want to see the saturation. I mean, you can't even get a pink t-shirt like that <laughs> these days. I feel like it's a kind of um, a myth that photography's got so uh, precise uh, technologically with digital cameras that, you know, it's kind of showing well, more no than you want to see. There's no real saturation with digital, right? It's not mm. actually saturation or something. Mm. It's just because like it's not saturating anything. It's pi it's it's pixel selection that's been automated. Yeah, I mean I'm a shit I'm a I'm a um, terrible photographer in that I don't know anything technically. I mean, who said that like the the hardest thing about photography is that it's so easy? Mm. Um, probably someone like Agustin. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean. I, I like to think I've got a good eye for a, the shot and the frame or whatever, but um, when I print my... F I don't do any... I just send mine off to like and I get them back and I look at the colours and I, I'm blown away by the depth and the saturation and the contrast. So when you're using a film camera? Yeah, just a, just a cheap film camera mm. with whatever film I buy, I can find it. You know, how, do you, how, how do you describe that feeling of looking at the photographs that you've taken that are sort of exceeding your expectations it's is it's, it a marvel at the technology or at the sort of medium? maybe it's because the medium is so like it has such a quaintness to it that and I have such a self-conscious attitude to it that it really does make it seem like that feeling of this is the past I don't know and that, the nostalgic element but like that's separate to the actual aesthetic quality of the medium, as we see in these works, where like the colours so amazingly realised and so so intentional that it, the subject is just like brought to life. And it sounds like a cliche, but like you said about that, that's what it is. It's like mm. they're like the best beer ads you've ever seen. Yeah, but the attention and the like pedantic nature of this, like the framing. And then the printing and presentation of the works is what sort of like appealing. I think the colours are only pedantic element. You do? Yeah. I think it's 
and the, which ones he chose. The framing and the cropping, though, I think this, some of these photographs would have been like probably quite a lot larger, and then they've been printed to be shot, shot, selected from. But every good photo is a, a selection, right? Yeah. At, at, a, at a number of different points along the way, though. I think so. From the initial moment through to the, the sort of in terms of this, of this in this um, this tradition, you know, Walker Evans and Hatchet mm. and this. I'm not talking about like you know, I don't know other kinds of photography. Mm. I don't know. I don't really know. So here we have a good it. example of two images side by side, both taken probably in the same series in the same year. And one of them is printed in 2016 as a pigment, and the other one is a dye transfer print. And to my mind, I can't yeah. sort of t t tell you what's different about them. Do you no, tend to color. take many selfies with your camera phone? Only when the light's right. And you're feeling it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sort of the same, I think. Yeah. But the idea of setting up to take a sort of self-portrait with a with a film camera is quite appealing to me. I particularly like the idea of being able to walk around in public with a technological apparatus that no one really understands. Yeah. And so therefore you're capturing something quite candid, but also like quite But invasive. if you spend enough time with people you can get with a camera, you well. can do that, right? I saw this film last night, Fire at Sea. Mm. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have. I think, I don't know, I don't know how it could be a documentary unless he just was so charming and so charismatic and put these people so at ease that he was able mm. to do that. Yeah, I, don't, I feel like those films, like contemporary documentaries that have that kind of artistic uh, aspiration are often couched in terms of documentary, but are something more complicated than that. Tom's Tips. And I saw the light, you know, I saw the light and I... Then you'd be wrong already. So Tom's Tips. tips.